We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. What's that? Do you have insurance on this car? No. It must be Eagle Man. I've got something for you. Listen, if you're from Chicago, you really, you really felt that. That was part of your childhood. That was part of your life. Yeah, you don't remember the Eagle Man? Y'all done had it in the South? No, we had a lot of hair commercials and a lot of weave shop commercials. Not sure if y'all had that in Chi Town. Uh, we was the ghetto. We had like an eagle dropping out of like full prosthetics and feathers, like in the commercial, being very ratchet. But you know, shout out to old commercials. Did y'all the Everest commercials with Tierra? Listen, Everest, you got me. There's no better feeling. If she can do it, you can do it. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Pick up the phone and call right now and start on the road to a rewarding career and a better life. Call now. Tierra not pink shirt. I was like, bitch, fuck all these other celebrities out here. That's the real yes. MVP. Shit, that's the freest fame. I want to know the black guy's name. I really want to know what the black guy's name that was like, you know what? You sitting on your couch. You ain't doing shit with your life. You sitting here and just being And I was like, you know what? I am sitting on my couch like, right now, nigga. I'm not doing shit I'm with not. my life. I'm watching Maury and I'm really trying to figure out what to do with my life. And that nigga used to get us together. So shout out to Tierra and whatever the black dude name was on Everest. Shout out to the Eagle Man on from Chicago. And shout out to the ratchet hair commercials about the Decatur hair salons. If you want to have a commercial, send us an email at info at freeish.co. <laughs> Get these cookies, honey. Miss Fangie. Miss Fangie. Okay, word. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Ricky. And it's your boy, Chris. And we are here for another dose of free-ish. Ooh, don't overdose. No, Whitney. <laughs> no, Nip Tuck. <laughs> How y'all is? How y'all be? How has y'all week been? I hope it's been blessed and not like the real Christian blessed, like the, you know, good kind of blessed. I feel some type of way about us asking people how they are every week, and we get 
thousands upon thousands of listens. I feel like right. we don't be getting thousands upon thousands of answers. Don't nobody talk to us. If you're listening to this right now, please comment and tell us how your day was. We really care. Like, we really do. Fridge cares. You know, we're like your mother once you come back after moving out in your mid-20s and she's like, what the fuck are you? Where are you? What, like, are, you what are you doing with your, with your life? life? Who are you yeah. fucking? Like, what, what the fuck is going on? Tell us. Yeah, so please send us some type of comments if you're listening to this. Um, you can tell the girls how my accent just changed. And, you know, follow us across all the social medias, the Facebook, the Twitters, the Facebook aunties. Follow us at Freeish Media because we are around. Everywhere. And don't you be coming to my video shoes drunk. You know how you do. I see you with that red cup in your hand, Tommy. Tommy. Oh, we'll get to those trash And I feel like I'm half Jamaican, so I'm allowed to do that accent. Okay, word. You see Love and Hip Hop last week? I, listen, Mona got to get this together. I don't understand why I'm really interested in more of the side characters like Spice, old girl that that keep getting babies put on her, you know. Erica Dixon. Then I am actually like the actual cast of the main cast of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I guess I don't know. I guess Mona's on her reinvention shit. You gotta go with the times. Apparently the times is calling for a little island flavor. Like Mona need to fire everybody. Mona need to (laughs) fire everybody and get an entirely different cast and just bring the old cast back in like seasoning. Didn't she you do just, that with New York at some point? She had, like, mm-hmm, changed it or some mm-hmm. shit? Because ain't nobody on New York really from the original except Rich Dollars. And Rich at, Dollars is, like... Okay. <laughs> Rich read. Dollars is the largest cockroach in existence. He oh my God. will stay around. He some, will survive a nuclear bomb. He will survive uh, the EMP. Somebody said he looked like that monster from Men in Black 1. <gasps> and if, if you've seen the movie... I have a memory of, like, eating as a five-year-old, watching that movie, and being so disgusted with what I was seeing. Ah! Whatever I was eating, I don't like. It was nasty. It was, like, one of those moments where, ugh, I I know this is a movie, but I feel like it's happening, and it's going to happen to me, and I don't have time. I just, mm -mm. I still don't like roaches and shit because of men and black women. (laughs) Bugs and shit. I don't like scares because of the money. Okay, the mummy was a whole different type of traumatization. I was like, these shits can, like, bro inside of your body. That shit look real as fuck. It was, like, crawling up their skin and shit. I could not. <laughs> I could not. I could not. And, you know, when you a kid, you don't be knowing what's real and what's not. I'm like, no. Fuck what y'all are saying. They yeah. literally had bugs crawl bugs. up their fucking arm for Arms. this movie. Like, that's disgusting and inhumane. Like, where's well, I- the PETA for humans? I already told you how I used to get scared about Anaconda because Anaconda, I knew it was a movie, but it just felt like snakes can grow to 900 feet and they can kill you and Jennifer Lopez. Like, y'all are all gone in this scenario. Like, I felt like the only thing saving that movie was J-Lo's ass and the fact that if the well, snake tried to swallow her, her ass would get caught in his throat. <laughs> he would cough up the ass if anything <laughs> Twisted was like Last that for me, though. Last time you took my hot phrase, when it turned into a hotline, I could care less, the bitch got paid. Cutching. Yes, God.
Y'all, Twister used to be like that for me too. Twister used to be one of those movies where I was like, bitch, I don't want a tornado warning to ever come through my town because Twister fucked me up. <laughs> and bitch, I used to feel so conflicted because I was like, oh my God, I love looking at tornadoes, but I don't want them to hurt anybody. But I do want them to like destroy some shit because it looks cool. But as you get older, oh, you're yeah. like, damn, that shit costs money. Hell yeah, because I used to look at the Weather Channel like it was fucking HBO sometimes. Like, oh my God, like bitch, these disasters are channel. sickening. Like, Miss Katrina, what? And then you get older and you know, like, the consequences and ramifications. That's really fucking up people's lives. Right, like, that's really tearing people apart. But shout out to whatever the fuck we were talking about. Well, we might as well just get her out the way. Drag Race has been a lot this season. She from Chicago. She from Chicago. But, but yeah, you know, um, I really fucked with Vixen's outfit, I guess. Like I said, it was the first time I really was like, okay, bitch, that's cute. And she kind of went all out on it. But right. I feel like she knew she was about to go home. She was like, you know, let me give the bitches something they can feel at least once. And it was a good thing that she didn't use those other outfits that we saw from her What's Your Packing because that shit, uh yeah i'm just ready for eureka to go home at this point i love good sis but at the end of the day there's been like racist videos they're saying you're not like one of those good queens at drag con like asia o'hara had to call her out and say basically bitch i came to your booth and you treated me like shit and the recent tea like literally this week like eureka Girl, get it together. Because at the end of the day, I like Eureka. I want her to be the bit first big winner. But at the same time, I don't like people that do that to people. Eureka does not need to be the first big winner. Right. The like, first big winner should have been J.D. Orpheus. Ha! Come on, J.D. Orpheus. Shout out to J.D. Orpheus. Stacey Lane Matthews is staring at you, but it's fine. It's Stacey fine. Stacey Lane Matthews is probably somewhere eating red velvet cake, and that <gasps> is fine. Let them I'm cake. not saying that as a bad thing. <laughs> Did you know that apparently I read somewhere on the internet that red velvet cake is actually chocolate cake with red dye, and now I believe that? Uh, excuse me? So you mean to tell me red velvet cake don't have no special magical properties to it? It's like, it's really just chocolate cake. And I really felt like I felt like that my whole life, but didn't know how to really formulate it into an okay. actual opinion because I really don't care. Right, like on the lowest keys, I felt like it was still chocolate cake, but the like deep down in my heart, I felt like there was some type of magical ingredient, like the professor did, the Power Puff Girls. Something that made it velvet. Like, but I don't really like red velvet cake, so that's really not my ministry. I didn't really care. About it was my cake. ministry. Like I only eat like, listen, y'all know I eat like the plainest of plain foods, but I would eat some red velvet cake. But bitch, if I could just eat chocolate cake, then what the fuck? I felt like red velvet cake made us free from slavery. No. I feel like Harriet Tubman made us free from slavery, and that's why she's probably going to be on the $20 bill at some point, I thought. All right, girl. Okay, give Harriet the most. I'm just saying, Harriet was a dyke, and didn't nobody want to let me say that back in middle school, but she was definitely a dyke. You and this D word. I love dykes. <laughs> hey, shout out to... Uh... You sound like Eureka. <laughs> Shout out to Juan's boyfriend. Um, for you. Back up. I'm Jackie Marie Christie, Doug Christie's wife. I'm a boss. I have companies. I have businesses. You're it don't matter. I'm still going to be bossing any boss. bitch up in this motherfucker. You know boss. it. You know You're it. Because I'm a boss. Okay, word. The 
Basketball aunties are back. It's been lace fronts all over the... You know, we've had a lot of time to grow in the last year since basketball aunties has been off the air. And we decided that our old moniker of basketball bitches was a little (laughs) too, you know, it was a little too much. So we decided to rename basketball bitches... Basketball aunties. Auntie, auntie, auntie. It doesn't quite have the same ring as basketball bitches, but you know, I like basketball aunties too. Child, anybody trying to get sued by these geriatrics. But next. So what did you think about the episode? Um, listen, I feel like it's the same shit every year. Like we get Jackie going off about some foolishness that nobody really care about like her daughter. Um, Evelyn's always being defensive, acting like she didn't do anything. Tammy's always being fed the wrong information by Shawnee. I feel like it's literal prime foolishness that I love. Like it's it's what you want in a reality show. You know it's kind of like kayfabe based, but the same it time, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? It's like just give me the mess that I want. Give me pretty aunties fighting. In pretty dresses with hair sometimes laid. Everybody got gowns, beautiful gowns. That's all we really care about. Don't nobody really care about, like, Evelyn and Jennifer getting together and solving the issues from 10 years ago or Tammy and Evelyn having to come to Jesus moment. No. I want Evelyn to cuss out Tammy and Tammy to, like, go off on her and we get that one moment and then you bitches act like ain't nothing happened in the next episode. Man, like, fuck that name, Dolce. What kind of fucking name is that? That name ain't even cute. This shit gonna be called Tammy's when I'm through. Ah! This shit gonna be called Tammy's. Come on, Tammy. Tammy was over Evelyn bullshit since season three, so I don't understand why y'all gagging. Like, Evelyn they don't took get that paper and ripped that shit up. <laughs> that scene was so much. That was everything. Non-motherfucking factor was cute. Like, you're the non-motherfucking factor, bitch. But that the gets part- the reverence, but the Dolce scene definitely. Go back and watch season three, episode one, when Tammy comes into Evelyn's, whatever the fuck that was, Dolce, Duce, whatever the fuck, and basically read her down and was like, You got it. This shit gonna be called Tammy's. The fuck? <laughs> Oh, yeah, but basketball-wise, basketball aunties was, you know, everything, you know. Only thing I really want to see is that shit at the end, and you know what I'm talking about. Right, because I want to know. Shawnee only had a few men that we've seen, so it's only but so many people they could be referring to, you know. (laughs) Like, did she, did Evelyn sleep with Shaq, or did Evelyn sleep with the the boyfriend that was during the non motherfucking factor fight? Do you Google? And then at what point did Hoops and if okay and if Evelyn did fuck with Shaq, at what point was Hoops in the equation? Because no. I want to see Hoops be brought into basketball aunties. No, Hoops could no. be the new one in no. basketball aunties. Hoops would get that <laughs> shit started, and Hoops is also slightly gay, so that's a whole nother storyline that <laughs> we can right, have. All right, all right, let the church say amen. Shit, Not Hoops. I'm seeing it. Shawnee is bringing basketball oh, wives into God. the 2020s because now we're looking at who the fuck is bringing these shits into the 2020s. These shows have been on for 10 years plus sense. in some cases. I'm ready to see some oh. new shit. I'm ready to see the next <laughs> level of motherfucking reality. Hard I'm ready do. to see some shit that's realer than reality. Hard to do. Okay, word. Speaking of people fucking up on camera, how's Chadwick Boseman? <laughs> <laughs> Chadwick Boseman is the fuck 
over it. Yeah, that bro. nigga is looking like, bitch, all right, we sold two, all right, we made $2 billion. The DVD is out. What the fuck? You mean what to tell fuck? me I got to do a whole nother six months of press for Infinity War? And bitch, by the time that's done, we about to start press for Infinity War too. And you know I'm going to be in that shit too. Spoiler alert, I don't think he died. Well, well, well. Well. Chadwick, Chadwick's the fuck over it. <laughs> and it's like nah, it's it's really shame that he had to do that for that three months for like actual Black Panther but now they're making him do it for Infinity War so he looked the fuck over see I kind of know how I felt because I was a very like Ooh. stellar student back in the day and you know I did a lot of stuff on campus and other things okay bitch me too <laughs> the fuck and I remember being president of a couple student organizations. Not me, and girl. At Not first, me. that first little part of it being like, yes, go on. Like, okay, I'm going to all the events. I'm here. Yes, I'm representing my school. Okay. Man, by the time fucking October, November roll around, and that's some, it's like, okay, girl, like, <laughs> I'm ready to start missing meetings. I'm ready to start doing some my own shit during this time. Shit. Yeah. That's I really like, just want a Chick-fil-A sandwich right now. That was crazy. I want so much food in my mouth right now. But we'll keep going. Yeah, I just I really feel like Chadwick Bozeman is just every nigga who's just really over his coworkers. Right. He seems like he is just ready to quit and be like, bitch, I'm ready to move on to the next gig. Yeah. Speaking of coworkers. Before you start making the phone in my pink. We decided to head out into the streets. You know, the mythical streets where Carly Red resides. And that's her word. All right, all right, all right. And all of the tea gets spilled because, you know, it all happens in the streets. In the streets. And we decided to see what the Freeish fam felt about, you know, their coworkers. Because I know everybody goes through sometimes. And sometimes, you know, you just got to let it out. We're your therapy session. I'm not a doctor, though. Here's your pro tip of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into the coworker tea. Tea. Tea! So, listen, we're on shot number 17. So, if y'all bear with us with these Fantasia reading skills, we're just going to give you a couple of these questions from this comment section. You ready? I am ready. All right. So, first question. How do you feel working with other gays in the workplace? I really Mm. enjoyed, you know, working with gays in the workplace just because, you know, it gives you more things to talk about. Like, generally, and people like to really separate black and white gays. I enjoy my white gays for the most part, just as I enjoy most people for the most part, because we a lot of us have the same experiences, even, you know, thinking that we don't. Right. And being like, oh, you watch Drag Race? I watch Drag Race. Oh, you like Beyonce? I like Beyonce. Like, there's things to talk about. Right. Well, I feel like I'm the unpopular opinion because I've normally worked in areas where I had to be, like, the straight coworker. 
But, like, everybody knew I was gay. So, like, working with other gays, it would always be awkward because it would be like, yeah, I would try to relate with them on the, oh, you know Beyonce. Like, you're well-versed in the ministry of Beyonce. But it's like they always try to, like, drag me out into the open, per se. And I'm not a hide it. You know me. I'm not, like, the I'm going to hide the type girl. But I'm also, like, the I don't want to make anybody else feel uncomfortable type thing like I'm very sensitive right. at work because if I'm working in a retail or regular field like that's just that's my coin that's not really anything I'm really invested in like yes, this you better be about your coins coins I don't give a f- my doll hat oh I ain't giving Tyler Chicago no coin <laughs> anyway but yeah like certain like things like that so like I be trying to relate with people like you said like oh I feel like I'm more comfortable in knowing that I have another gay but at the same time I don't want it to be a double edged sword where I have to tell you shut the fuck up one day because you're talking about how well you suck dick in the elevator and I don't want anybody to know that I ain't got no gag reflex like come on I don't have a gag reflex either oh (laughs) next thank you the official Taj Minaj for that question yeah Taj Minaj my Tatiana voice thank you our next question comes courtesy of Blah Banks. I hate you. And even though this does not deal with coworkers, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Is Missy a top? And if so, how can I successfully slide into her DMs? All right, everybody calm down. Um, okay, Blah. Okay. Work. Um <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. If Missy Elliott were to be um, a baseball player, <laughs> I do think that Missy would be the Alex Rodriguez of those baseball players. <laughs> and, you know, I think she would swing that bat <laughs> and she would also put on her gloves when need be and catch okay. whatever needs to be caught. So I really think Missy really is just a what you need me to do ass bitch because I know if anybody's listened to our episodes back in the day, we've kind of recounted how Missy's been in the studio. Listen, we know that Missy has the girls on lock. It's <laughs> fine. Like Missy has hoes. Missy got hoes. Sierra tweet. Uh, um, uh, what? You know, I'm she got hoes. She different got area codes. She's friends with Ludacris. They have a song <laughs> together called One Minute Man. That Missy don't know. That Missy knows no parts about. (laughs) But yeah, Missy, I mean, if she is a top or she's a bottom, it's fine. Um, We all know that Missy has the tongue game of not many rappers out here these days. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Missy got the shit to make you lose control. She got the tip to make you teary-eyed. She got the shit to make you teary-eyed. Got that meltdown pussy make you bleary-eyed. All right. I don't know what that means, but bleary rhymes with teary, so it made sense. All right. While we're on Missy real quick, can we get into how fucking good she looks now? Missy I don't know what she's been doing, but she... Missy I don't know. She went on Nip Tuck. Let me not. Missy is snatched. Face tune be damned. Missy got her cheeks bones together. She don't like she, you know, um, down in the wilderness nowhere no more. Because, you know. Missy looks like she is living her best life. She is really 
falling into that what I would have expected Coco from SWV to look like. Okay. I'm not really sure Could what Coco learn? from SWV looks learn? like. But I feel like it would be similar to this. <laughs> Facts. Shout out to Missy. Shout out to all the girls she probably cornered in the studio and ate their pussy. Shout out to Coco from SWV. Shout what are you doing right now? Probably he's trimming them nails. Okay, word. I rebuke the spirit of Fantasia in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> she rebukes you back. Ah, how do you deal with coworkers who are never on time to relieve you? Always running late for shit. But if you have to relieve them, they're outside waiting on you in 30 minutes in advance. Listen, let me tell you something. I've worked in the retail industry, okay? <laughs> if you have not worked in the retail industry, you understand this on a different level, but I know you understand this. And when who hasn't a, worked in retail at some point? Okay, when you need a motherfucking break and you wait on a bitch to come back from lunch or come back from break and you're waiting on your break. Now, you know you're sitting at that cash register or you on that motherfucking table taking them orders and you got to pee and shit and ain't nobody come to relieve you. The anger that you feel inside, you need to let the coworker know. Bitch, if they say 815, I'm going to need you to be back here at 815. <laughs> Otherwise, we need to be good girlfriends. You need to swipe me out listen pro tip get your co-workers to swipe you out for break go take your own liberty and take your break okay if you don't get your co-workers to swipe you out for break then i don't know what ministry you lead network otherwise let that bitch know she needs to be back at 8 15 i used to have this one co-worker he would swipe me out and we would go to his car and he had a bowl and we would smoke Lit. And it Lit. would be like a, I think you want to fuck me, but I'm not giving you any type of, you right. know, anything that I would go for that. So I'm glad right. that you, you know, didn't try to like rape me or something. Okay. And we would listen to like really good music and just talk about life and how we don't want to be servers anymore and just other little things. Was he white? Yeah, he was white. Okay, word. Courtesy of I am Pharaoh. I am Pharaoh. Will you be buying Kanye's album? Okay. Streaming counts as a purchase. If yes, are you being a hypocrite by supporting Ooh. an artist that some claim is damaging to the black community? Or should you separate art from the artist? Parentheses, Uncle Kelly, you know, with a Ooh. umbrella with water over it and a princess, Billy Cosby with a pill and a sleeping princess, Elvis with a shade moon, soon, and a white moon. That was kind of interesting. <laughs> Etc. Um, um, I, at this point, let me just keep it 150 with y'all. Hmm. I'm gonna at least listen to Kanye's album. If that counts as a stream, then oh fucking well, the counts as a stream because Apple Music is what I pay ten dollars a month for, Hi. and that's where I will more than likely be listening to it because I'm not trying to get no virus trying to download the bitch just so I cannot give him one more download that I would have had otherwise. Yeah. Will I listen to it more than that? Judging off what I have heard, the answer is no. Hmm. Because I loved Jesus. Barely liked Life of Pablo. So to me, this is like a downward trend because I don't like this new shit. And judging out the fact that the one song had, what, sales of 12,000 copies, including streaming, I think. Child less than Tanisha's album. apparently so. nobody else did either. Shit, Ariana Grande did 12,000 in like 32 minutes. Like, my thing about Kanye and all this canceling shit, listen, if you're going to listen to Kanye's Elliot Banks, that's fine. But my thing is like... 
it's about the music. And if you can't at some point separate the music from the person, that's fine. But you also need to realize, like, if you're listening to a track of Kanye's, you're supporting that per- You're supporting that music and not necessarily Kanye's opinions or Kanye's ideals. Because if it ain't something about cracker or nigger or something like that, I'm listening to it for the beat, honestly. Or I'm listening to it right. for, like, the bop or the vibe. So I'm going to listen to Kanye's album. Like, everybody else going to listen to Kanye's album. And if I like it, I'm, I'm going to like bump it. it. But at the same time, I can still know that and know that we fucked with the Kanye album or whatever, but still don't fuck with him supporting Trump or anything like that. And that is fine because that who doesn't pay our bills? Kanye West. Who doesn't give us food to eat? Kanye West. Who doesn't pay, you know, our light bill? Kanye West. So I can hate the person and like the music. I don't hate him, but, I, you know, that's a scenario that people put out. But you can not like the person like the music. I just wanted to know if she's still chopping up chickens. Right. My question was if you're doing witchcraft in the backyard, honey. Like, and if so, like, is it working? If you want to be the change, if you want to see the female rap industry change or any industry change in music, I feel like you have to be that bitch to make it happen. If you're not Beyonce out here changing the game, if you're not Gaga, if you're not the girls out here that are like, literally have consistently been changing the game for the last 10 or so years that, you know, this current era is consisted of, like Rihanna and those girls. I don't see why we're having this conversation. I don't see why we would even have, and I more so want to place blame on The Breakfast Club because I don't see why you asked her that question, why she was there if she's not promoting Cardi B. Right, they literally did not get to Anna Wintour until oh. after an hour of conversation. And it's like, like Anna the Wintour focus veers so far off of the music every single time. It's like, it never hones back in. Cardi B is out here. I don't care what the fuck the interview it is. Right. It somehow goes back to, okay, well, make sure you buy and stream Invasion of Privacy. Like, she bad video coming out soon. You ready? Right. Ah, be careful. <laughs> Like, even, so it's like it goes back to the music at some point. Even as hard as we drag Tanache, like we told you all asses to go buy Joyride. Like, I feel like the Breakfast Club sets them up to fail. And at this time, it like it really worked because it made Cardi look like a punk because she deleted her Instagram. It made Azalea look right and like Lord Loki a bully toward Cardi fans because she was right and she was low key bullying her. So <laughs> it's like Yeah, because Azalea, I love Cardi B. Yeah. Love yeah. stand down. Y'all know she's one of our freest faves of 2017. Love and love Azalea. Azalea ran her the fuck down. And love Azalea. We love Azalea too. Azalea got her good real quick. Just being yeah. on that unbiased, yeah. you know, yeah. objective viewpoint. <laughs> it's facts. A read is a read. <laughs> but like we said, Azalea, everything that you said in The Breakfast Club, all of these points you raised, you need to be that artist. Be that person to be on the side of Cardi B also having number one hits. Lil' Kim was right next to Missy. Both of these Come bitches on. were slaying. Come on, Foxy. You know, we have so many countless examples of people who are able to make it work and coexist in this space. It's like, 
y'all are really truly acting like it can only be one or two people and y'all barely let cardi b be the next person after nikki it's like it can be more than one or two of these female artists everybody needs to buy and support their music like support them outside of watching these things on social media watching these things online yeah listen to this shit on apple music listen to shit on spotify get this shit up have these bitches really making some real hits instead of just YouTube hits and right. Instagram hits and shit like that. Like, like you see the power of what happens when you rally behind what you want. Everybody wanted Cardi to succeed and get Bodak Yellow to go to number one. So she did. It's like if you want Azalea Banks to be the change of music, then A, Azalea Banks has to be that change of music and be giving us them bops. And then y'all as a fan base got to get out there and be like, hey, I'm supporting this. I'm actually got supporting bops. these people. I'm actually giving Azalea Banks a chance to be next to a Cardi B. So we won't have these arguments where it won't matter in three days and Cardi B will be still in the top 10 and Azalea will be where? Selling mixtapes at West Hill stores. Like, it's, it's not it's not an equal argument on nobody's side for it to be an argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, you said that perfectly. Like, y'all need to be able to, like, slay the female rap game or any game and just be what y'all say y'all want to be out of these other bitches. Like, that's stupid. (laughs) A lot of these questions are about white and black issues, and I don't see that in our um, original caption. But that's fine, you know. I thought a lot of these people work retail, too. And let me tell you something. Because I guess that is some real shit. Shit. <laughs> let me tell you something about black co-workers versus white co-workers. It is a real thing when you're put in a situation where you're working with somebody that's not of your background. And that's not necessarily white or black saying that out loud, but it's more so like the mixture of people. Like when I worked at the hospital, I worked with mostly Spanish people. I worked mm-hmm. with a lot of black people. And then the white people were of superior roles. But when I worked in retail, a lot of white people were workers. And a lot of the superior roles were blacker people and a lot mm-hmm. of younger people. So it's interesting to see that a lot of these questions do stem from like white and black. People really having those experiences. Because that is a real experience. Even though it's like, y'all should see how many times this is this is repeated in our comments. Like it's it's a real thing. Like you have a difference between races and like experiences more so in a retail environment or a a regular environment than somebody like us who are creatives who choose who we can and cannot work with or who we want to work with you know what i'm saying i love our french fam they some real ass y'all some real ass niggas real shit and maybe non-niggas you know we are (laughs) non-denominational indian like we love we like the fact that we fuck with y'all on like a we can relate to anybody and y'all can read us and be like well that's not really indian culture right and we are not checking ethnicities at the door we are equal opportunity community even though some people don't seem to see that yeah. We shade everybody. And let me tell you something about white people. If you've worked with white coworkers, you would know that white people are very afraid in a workplace. And it's not of your black ass. It's about them losing their position. It's never about race in a in a competitive situation. Or I've never experienced race being an issue in a competitive position in a workplace situation. It's always been about power. It's always been about, oh, you're that young black kid that 
came and knew more than me because you went through all years with like AP honors classes. It's like it's the threat of power that white people get really, 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 really pressed about. And that's what I want people to notice, like, these questions. Like, y'all are asking black versus white questions. You need to be asking why that white person is your boss. And why that white person, why you're not that white person's boss. Why you're not anybody's boss. Unless you are somebody's boss. And if you are somebody's boss, what dynamic change? Because you worked in a situation where you were lower. Like, if you're the if you're the GOAT of whatever hair care company you are, like, what changed that from when you working at Sally's Beauty Supply? <laughs> Um, just want to give a shout out to the rest of the people that gave questions. Young Shad, Coco Dot Puff, with a bunch of F's, Larry Tykes, Bruno Smile, Slimlicious, Shay Ain't Jade though, Island Gal, um, Jess underscore Sincere, Lou, of course you hear, Cutie Cutie Pie, Cutie 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 Pie, Cute, Spicy Hana. I am Lucy Lou. Bitch, is you Lucy Lou for real? Hit us up in Lucy the DMs Lou? if you are. Who is her? Cutie Cute Pie again. MJ. Hoke. Dot. Okay. H dot O dot E dot C U M. If you, you know, type that out. <laughs> Hi. I am Kareem Hicks and Cindy Cuntworth. I like Cuntworth. Cindy Cuntworth sound like some syrup you ain't supposed to put on your Negro pancakes. Cunt. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Our fish flop this week is Eureka O'Hara from Drag Race. <gasps> so Eureka, you're a flop this week. We need you to do better, honey. And if it's not true, then you need to prove that it's not true or not. We don't give a shit, really. Like Mimi said, show and prove. Because like Whitney said before her. I want to see the receipts. And where's my crack towel? <laughs> all right so our freeish fave for the week in this on a cute little note our freeish fave our freeish fave for this episode is ice tea hallelujah i only came to do four episodes and here i am 18 years later then to dwell i've been reassigned now we're at 400. Do you have any way to verify this? It's interesting for me coming from my background and being on a cop show. I will shoot your ass from right here. Law and Order SVU has officially been renewed for a shit. I really don't know to 90, be quite fucking honest hundreds. with you, but I believe it is the 19th or 20th fucking season. <laughs> Nick... That's a long ass time. Law and Order has literally been on TV since I was in second grade. As long as I can remember. Like Law and Order has been on TV Danner my whole life. Law and Order SVU. SVU. Because we only fuck with two kind of Law and Orders. And we really only fuck with SVU as black people. But, you know, the other original gets his love. I don't know criminal intent. <laughs> yeah, criminal intent just criminal intent just serves to fill out like USA TNT's commercial breaks. <laughs> but Law and Order SVU was that girl. Like, I'm sure everybody has grown up on at least a few weekends sitting at home, like, I'm just going to turn on Law and Order SVU and do this homework and mm -hmm. end up watching right. Law and Order SVU for literally 10 hours straight. It would be like a damn, that bitch went off. Yes, yes. You did that. Giving me like the acting equivalent of when Beyonce hits that high note. <laughs> I don't know what song that was, but it was a song. I was trying to think of one. Hmm. Halo! 
You know, Beyonce really hasn't been using like her full voice as much recently. Okay, like, what I'm are you doing her, here? Like, Where are we going? Into some shit. Where are we going? Where are we going? I was about to get there. <laughs> because for era, Beyonce was the fuck giving it. Like, I'm ready for her to start giving those vocals again. I can tell that's what's coming. She done had a couple babies. Oh, baby. But back to Law & Order SVU. <laughs> Y'all know that Ice-T is definitely Book. a freeish fave. He keeps it real and generally minds his own business. Book. And only comes out when he's ready to serve us something that we enjoy. Like an Oxygen Crime special. Or <laughs> the, his cute baby. Booked. I be forgetting that that's even his baby. Is it his baby? Coco be acting like that's just her baby. Coco be acting like that's her motherfucking baby. Like she birthed that on her own. <laughs> My baby doll. But shout out to the booked and blessed Ice T. Definitely. You are our freest fave for this week. Okay, word. That is all y'all niggas get for free. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Freeish Podcast. Freeish. You have a dose, overdose, Whitney Houston, whatever you want to do with us. Like, share, comment, subscribe, all that other shit that you hear from everybody else, hey, but you hey. actually do with us because you love us and we love you. The days are getting shorter and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'.